I once told a young skeptic that I knew where he was, but he didn't know where I was. He dwelt in the land of rebellion, a land I and millions of others once inhabited. I could see him there, but he couldn't see me. In his arrogance and ignorance, he walked in spiritual blindness. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Only God can open blind eyes, and he does it through Christ Jesus. Put on the mind of Christ, and you'll instantly know where you were, where you are, and where you are going. Click on the Further with Jesus for the miracle of spiritual eyes. Now for today's subject. God said, Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and he rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. And according to biblical dating, he did it just over 6,000 years ago. Man said, how absurd. All educated people know that the universe is at least 13 billion years old. Only simple-minded Christians believe in young earth foolishness. Now the record. The challenges brought against the young 6,000-plus-year-old earth are incessant. At God Said, Man Said, we have published numerous articles that certify God's position of a young earth. For example... 6,000-year-old Earth, 6,000-year-old Earth proven again, starlight and age of the universe, chicken or the egg in starlight, ice cores in the age of the Earth, Earth before the sun, young Earth over and over again. True science, as all truth, supports the Bible over and over again. Those who have chosen the other side of the equation are not supported by facts. When challenged to prove their theories, they collapse like the house of cards they're made of. Our outstanding challenge to this camp of antagonists is, prove it, we are still waiting. On this website, I have made the following statement several times, and it needs to be repeated. In reference to the worldly wise, their truth of yesterday is debunked by their truth of today, and their truth of today will be debunked by their truth of tomorrow. The reason for their dilemma is that their truth is not truth. The beauty of God is that His truth remains constant and unassailable. Malachi chapter 3, verse, uh, verse 6, For I am the Lord, I change not. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 reads, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. What God said 6,000 plus years ago stands today. One headline in Yahoo, New, Yahoo excuse me, News, Wednesday, March 2, 2005 reads, Peek into deep space could rewrite history of universe. According to evolutionary theory, depending on who you talk to, the universe is estimated to be 13.7 billion years old. Their truth is under attack again. The following paragraphs are from Yahoo News. The discovery of a rich cluster of hundreds, possibly thousands of galaxies in deep space suggests that the universe evolved into its present form far sooner than was once thought space agencies announced on Wednesday. We are quite surprised to see that exquisite structures like this could exist at such early epochs, said U.S. astronomer Christopher Mullis of the University of Michigan. We see an entire network of stars and galaxies in place at just a few billion years after the Big Bang, like a kingdom popping up fast. 
We have underestimated how quickly the early universe, excuse me, matured into its present-day incarnation, said Piero Rosato, an astronomer at the European Southern Observatory headquartered in Garching, Germany. The university has grown up fast. Their dates are constantly in a state of flux. Dr. Donald Chittick, in his book, The Puzzle of Ancient Man, refers to M. Lubnow, writing in the April 1997 issue of Acts and Facts with the following. Shockwaves are reverberating through the halls of evolution at the recent redating of the Java Solo Homo erectus fossil skulls. These alleged evolutionary ancestors of modern humans were assumed to be old. The new data, a maximum of 46,000 years before the present, with a probable date of 27,000 years before the present, strongly suggests that Homo erectus coexisted with anatomically modern humans, Homo sapiens, long after Homo erectus was supposed to have become extinct. These finds conflict with the concept of human evolution. The discovery was reported in Science 13 December 1996 by a team headed by Carl Swisher III and G.H. Curtis of the Berkeley Geochronology Center. Dr. Chittick comments on the Neanderthal problem. In this section, he quotes Holmes, Allman, and Shreve. In Insight, U.S. News and World Report, and Smithsonian, it reads, Still more recently, a scientist, after examining over 2,000 skulls, concluded that Neanderthal was not primitive man. Instead, Neanderthal was, in fact, ancestor of modern-day Europeans, Germans, Scandinavians, Dutch, etc., Neanderthal has been popularized and is commonly referred to as caveman, but the fact is, the West European Neanderthals are today's West Europeans. Numerous other examples could be cited. Many anthropologists today consider Neanderthal as conspecific with modern man, that is, as simply a variety or race of modern man. This is reflected in the technical terminology now often used. He used to be called Homo neanderthalensis. Now he is called Homo sapiens neanderthalensis, meaning the Neanderthal type of modern man. The dating of this last Neanderthal suggests that Neanderthals could not possibly be ancestors of modern Europeans. Everyone agrees on one thing. If the new dating methods are accurate, then the Neanderthals long overlapped with modern humans clearly can't be regarded simply as more primitive versions of ourselves. A further article summarizing the dilemma faced by the evolutionary paradigm when forced to consider actual fossil evidence appeared in U.S. News & World Report. Although the article didn't consider creation, it explained that all previous evolutionary ideas on up until the present of where and how man originated have now been shown to be wrong. End of quote. See Neanderthal Man on this website. Biochemical evidence is knocking at evolution's door and knocking with a vengeance. Scientists have discovered how to trace human ancestry by studying mitochondrial DNA. The title on the cover of the 1988 issue of Newsweek read, The Search for Adam and Eve. Scientists followed the trail of human DNA and discovered that all human life originated from just one woman, appropriately calling her Eve. See Adam and Eve on this website. This discovery fits fully with Genesis chapter 3, verse 20, and Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. 
This discovery of Eve shook Darwin's tree to its roots, and the fact that it dated this Eve to be 200,000 years old was another slap in their aggregate evolutionary faces. They had man popping up all over the place from a myriad of locations with a timed entrance of at least one million years ago. Their truth has been debunked again. A 1995 announcement by the biochemical industry excuse me, shocked the evolutionary faithful once again. This was what researchers believed to be the discovery of the father of all mankind. The headline in the Oregonian on November 23, 1995 read, Researchers dig up evidence of Adam, father of all men. The following is an excerpt from that article. Scientists think they have found strong evidence of an ancestral Adam about 188,000 years ago to go with the previously discovered Eve. The scientists used certain male-specific segments of the Y chromosome, the chromosome passed from father to son, to trace the common ancestor of every man now on Earth to that period. End of quote. Again, click on to Adam and Eve on this website. Concerning the methodology used to date the DNA chain to Mother Eve, Chittick explains, How was this date of 200,000 years obtained? Over time, mutations occur in the DNA of humans and other animals. How many mutations have occurred since Eve? How fast do mu mutations occur? In other words, what is the rate at which the mitochondrial DNA clock runs? If the number of mutations since Eve were known, and if the mutation rate were also known, then one could calculate how long ago mitochondrial Eve lived. Because of their evolutionist worldview and their belief that humans had been here for a million years or more, those who investigated the mitochondrial DNA attempted to calibrate the clock in accord with their belief system. Only by speculating or hypothesizing about the past could a clock rate be obtained because no actual rates for the mitochondrial clock had been observed. Chittick continues his dissertation and goes on to quote Ann Gibbons as she wrote in the January 2, 1998 issue of Science, the title of the Gibbons, Gibbons article, excuse me, is Calibrating the Mitochondrial Clock. Chittick writes, What has been the result of further investigations since the 1988 and 1995 results were published? An interesting subsequent development has been calibration of the mitochondrial DNA clock by using actually observed data rather than by using speculations from evolutionism. The result has shown that the clock ticks very much faster than expected. And Gibbons reports, Mitochondrial DNA appears to mutate much faster than expected, prompting new DNA forensics procedures and raising troubling questions about the dating of evolutionary events. In 1991, Russians exhumed a Siberian grave containing nine skeletons thought to be the remains of the last Russian Tsar, Nicholas II, and his family in retinue, who were shot by firing squad in 1918. But two bodies were missing, so no one could be absolutely certain of the identity of their remains. And DNA testing done in 1992, expected to settle the issue quickly, instead raised a new mystery. The mystery concerned dates relating to the clock rate. It appears that mutations occur at a much more rapid rate excuse me, than has been imagined. Although there seems to be considerable debate about the cause of the faster rate, the faster rate has been verified by independent investigations. Again, Gibbon says, regardless of the cause, evolutionists are most concerned about the effect of a faster mutation rate. For example, 
Researchers have calculated that mitochondrial Eve, the woman whose mtDNA was ancestral to that to all living people, lived 100,000 to 200,000 years ago in Africa. Using the new clock, she would be a mere 6,000 years old. End of quote. 6,000 years old, and she was created on the sixth day of the earth's history. This earth is young, young, young. This is just another confirmation that God's word is true and righteous altogether. Trust God's word. His truth never changes. God said, Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. And according to biblical dating, he did it just over 6,000 years ago. Man said, how absurd. All educated people know that the universe is at least 13 billion years old. Only simple-minded Christians believe in young earth foolishness. Now you have the record.